What's good, yo? It's the All Facts No Cap podcast here, and I'm your host, Horace Ficar, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. As today, I'm going to be doing something that I actually haven't done in a long time, and I'm going to actually post, I'm actually going to talk about basketball, and I haven't, I haven't done it in a, a long time, and today, the season's almost over. Season's almost over. Basically, like the, some teams have made the playoffs, some teams have not, but the, to- uh, the topic I'm really going to go touch on today is just the awards, the NBA awards, and who I think should actually come out with the award. And I'm really going to use just like the top three candidates and then because, and, and like based on the reward criteria, because for MVP, for example, I'm really going to use how it's been this entire, this entire time, whatever, ever since that award has been given out. I'm not really going to give it to, of course, like the most valuable player, which we all know who that probably is if you have been watching this season. So, I'm going to start with the MVP. Yeah, I'll just start with the MVP. And the MVP, I'm going to get... So the top three, I think, are... Uh, let me check right now. The top three are Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. If I really wanted to pick, I would probably give it to Giannis Antetokounmpo because he he's still playing at an MVP-type type level, and he's really... Like Milwaukee is still like like one of what the top three team, top three teams in the in the East, and it's hard to maintain an MVP type level for three years in a row. But because of voters fatigue, I I can understand why they won't give it to him. But of course, the MVP is really gonna I'm gonna really gonna give it to Nikola Jokic. I'm really sure it's pretty obvious. That's why I really start with this award. And the thing that got just kind of confused me is Rudy Gobert being number six. Like I get the Jazz are the best team in the league, but record wise, but I don't know, man. This is very, this is very odd to see a to see a uh, just a center that a dominant center that hasn't even been. Is it in the MVP? Like the last thing, last time I think that happened was Dwight Howard in twenty eleven. Yeah, that was that was when Derrick Rose won. And yeah, now moving on. So I'm gonna go on to six men of the year, which which I think is easily Jordan Clarkson because uh, the Jazz are the best team in the league and record wise, and it, the, a lot of it is because of Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. And that is that is pretty good, man. I I don't really have much to say about this. And Okay, so I don't really know which award to go now. I'm really just going to talk about probably the most improved player. Yeah, I'll go with the most improved player. And most improved player to me is probably Julius Randle, and he's really like the only guy because Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood, those guys, like I really wanted Christian Wood to win it because I'm a Rockets fan, so I really wanted Christian Wood to win it. But Christian Wood, he had an injury, and then that that just ruined ruined his odds. And I was Julius Randle is playing out of his mind right now, and he's leading the Knicks to the fourth, I think the fourth, the fourth to fifth seed in the East, or I don't know where they are, but they're they're a playoff team. And yeah, Julius Randle is the main reason for that, and it's actually pretty odd. And I man, I actually took an L for this because I traded Julius Randle in my fantasy because I didn't think he would. I thought he would have like not an off year, but not at this season he's having right now. But I, I, from what I'm seeing on NBA Twitter, from what I've been seeing on Twitter for the past like weeks, everyone's saying Julius Randle. I know it's a lot of jokes, but 
Julius Randle's the greatest Nick of all time. He's better than Chris Bosh. He's he should win MVP. Like, no, no, man. That's just that's like those are like the worst takes I've ever heard. But I can, I gotta give it to Knicks fans because they spend a long time. They never got a player like Julius Randle to see since like Carmelo Anthony. And Julius Randle's not as good as Carmelo Anthony. And Julius Randle, I don't, I don't even think is a key piece. Well, yeah, he's definitely a key piece to that team, but I don't think he's the most important guy, which I think is like Tom Thibodeau because they're his the way he's coaching this defense is just carrying this team right now. So yeah, so with the what I recapped so far was MVP Nikola Jokic, um, six man Jordan Clarkson, and then most improved player, um, Julius Irving. Now, I said sixth man, yeah, and now moving on. I'm going to go to Defensive Player of the Year. This is a really tough, not tough, but is this is a really great argument because I can see like five people coming out with this award. And I actually, I know a lot of people really think it's probably like one-sided or like two-sided. It's really two people. But I really can see an argument for really anyone as like guys like Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, Miles Turner, Drew Holiday, even like Draymond Green. I see those guys, honestly, one of them can come out with the award. I wouldn't be mad about it. As Rudy Gobert, yeah, like he, the Jazz are one of the, the best defensive teams in the league, and he is the he is the sole anchor. Like if he's off the if he's off, they they rely so much on him on defense. If he's off the court, the Jazz become the worst defensive teams. And Ben Simmons, of course, is like the best all-around defender. He he can guard the best player and he'll do a really great job at it. As like he did it to Luka Doncic, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox. I think I remember De'Aaron Fox. Like he just does he just does everything well. Like he just does every perimeter defense well. Same with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has made the Bucks defense more efficient, and he he at times is guarding the best player apart from Giannis Antetokounmpo, which we all assume he would. And Miles Turner is actually kind of having an underrated defensive 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 season because he's not really talked about as much. And he's he's I think he's leading the league in blocks, which I know that's not really the best way to tell someone's defense, but that does speak speak for something. And he's the sole anchor of the Pacers defense, which were they did kind of fall off a, not fall off a cliff, but they did kind of like struggle. They're trying kind of struggling now, but Based on this entire season, Miles Turner has been ha, has been guarding opposing bigs, and he's doing that very well. And as for uh, no, was Draymond Green? Draymond Green's always been a great defender, so it makes sense for them not to give it to him. But Draymond Green has always been a great defender. He's been he's been kind of having like a bounce back year because I've been hearing people calling him washed for like the past two seasons. And yeah, he's kind of having a bounce back year. But who I think will come out with the award is really tough. And I, if I were to give the award, I would give it to Ben Simmons. Not, and I know, yeah, I know a lot of people are, a lot of people are backlashing the dude because he thinks he is. And he's just, he's like, he's trashing Rudy Gobert and all the other candidates because he thinks he really is. But I think he has a solid argument. He, he's become probably one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA and he can, and he, he's been guarding like every team's best player, and he's doing a really good job at it. Like I said, with Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Deer, and Fox, I said with those guys, like he's been, he's been doing a really great job at it. And I think it's, 
I think it's time for him to win it. And I do think, yeah, Rudy Gobert really, I think, should deserve it more. But Rudy Gobert has already won it twice. So I think it might be not like a voter's fatigue, but it could be something that they look to look into. And Ben Simmons is is number one. It has the number one odds right now. And I think he can keep it like that. I think he can keep it like that. He's been he's been very very good defensively this entire year. He's been pretty efficient. So I wouldn't have be I wouldn't have a problem giving him the award. And coach of the year, I think, is easily Monty Williams because maybe maybe Quinn Snyder, maybe Tom Thibodeau, but I don't think Tom Thibodeau will get it. So Quinn Snyder and Monty Williams, I really think it's Monty Williams because Monty Williams has really changed this culture of, yeah, along with Chris Paul, but they changed the culture of Phoenix. Like, we already knew the Jazz were like a playoff team. And Tom Thibodeau, like, yeah, he is, he is dealing with a lot of doubts, but he's not, he's not doing what Phoenix is doing right now. Phoenix is the second best team in the league, record-wise. I have to say record wise, and but and it's just it really makes a lot more sense. Like he's but the second best team in the league, and no one really thought of them being the best second best team in the league. Not even like the first; they were the first seed a couple of times, and no, if no one expected them to do that, and Monty Williams showed showed he's like proved everyone and said, "No, we could be." That seems like a coach of the year to me. And he's doing a really great job with the Suns team. And I, this Suns team is actually pretty exciting. I don't think they're going to make the finals because a lot of people are saying, oh, I like to see a Suns title run. But I don't think it's going to happen because they're going to have to face like the Clippers, maybe even the Lakers, honestly, in the first round. So we'll see, we'll see about that. And yeah, so Monty Williams with the coach of the year. And what I'm going to do now is probably a heavily debate on the rookie of the year so personally i really i really like tyrese halliburton and i I don't think he's going to come up with it but he does have a case which he probably won't it's probably going to be lamella ball or anthony edwards which are the two most polarizing rookies they both have like the flashy stats they both have the flashy plays they both have the flash they both play on like not horrible teams but they both play on a team where that really loves that really loves them. But I'm really gonna have to give it to LaMelo Ball. Like he's came back. He came back and he so Charlotte, the reason a lot of the reason why Charlotte Charlotte's in the playoffs is because of him. And that's really that's really exciting for a rookie to really do that i don't it took me a long pause to just think of a word but it's really exciting for a rookie to really do that i wasn't really i was i was not a lamello hater coming into the draft but i also wasn't a lamello lover coming into the draft i wasn't a fan of him but i can see why i can see i can see that he's been pro since his since like what he was like 8 17 16 he went overseas, which was a pretty smart move by Lavar Ball. Yo, like everyone thought he was a dumb, dumb person for doing that, but man, he did. He kind of proved everyone wrong there. But I'm gonna have to give it to Lamelo Ball. I just think, I think from because Anthony Edwards had a slow start to the season and then just care and then and then started becoming more flashy. But I think with Lamelo Ball having having the first half of the, for his first half of the season was a it was doing really well. 
he came back from an injury, so I think that would help him come back. And he's also a part of the piece for a playoff team, which Anthony Edwards is in a poverty franchise. Man, that this is a really tough argument, but I'm really going to have to give it to LaMelo Ball. Like, I don't know if a rookie with that much – oh, not with that much hype. I'm just going to say I don't know if a rookie with as polarizing as he is was able to do as th- this much since, like, LeBron James. And I may, I, you maybe, I don't know, this may be like a trash take, but I'm just going to say may, maybe this is like a really, this is probably like one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time. And this has to be. So I'm just going to give that award to LaMelo Ball. And that probably sums up everything else. And, and I can probably talk here all day and all night long. But I, I, what I'm really going to say is I'm re- now I'm talking about the awards. I'm, probably now gonna speak about like this my surprises and expectations for the playoffs so everyone is pretty surprised about the the suns and the jazz being the number one and two seeds and yeah the lakers aren't really that great because of their shortened offseason is kind of having a toll on their players especially lebron and anthony davis but i do i do really think the playing tournament's a pretty good idea because it really shows it really shows how a team, a tenth seed, can really make the play. Can can try to go and make the playoffs. Like it's like their final chance, and it's it brings and it, it brings more excitement. Really, I think it, I think it would bring more excitement to the fans to see that oh, they, especially what it's at like this year because the Lakers and Warriors could be in like the seven, eight, ten, nine, ten spots, and it would be pretty sick to see LeBron and Curry battle it out for that seventh seed. But it is pretty odd for to see them at that at that stage. And an expectation is just that yeah, the West is the West is dominant. As the West is the West has really great teams, and the East is just kind of weak. As I think, I think like apart from the Bucks, Sixers, and Nets, is like every single team has a losing record. I think, or even if it's not losing record, it's it's just like barely above five hundred. And that's just. That's a weak Eastern Conference, and that's just a weak Eastern Conference. But the, the East has always been kind of quite like this for a, a, quite a while. And I, I honestly, I think this is really the only thing I I got to say because I don't know what time is it right now. I, I don't know how long I have been recording. So I think so. I'll just sum up my awards right now. So I'll just go with Defensive Player of the Year, Ben Simmons. MVP Nicole Jokic, Coach of the Year Monty Williams, Six Men of the Year Jordan Clarkson, MIP Julius Randle, and I think I'm forgetting some Rookie of the Year Lamella Ball. And yeah, I think I think that's all the awards I touched on. And I think this, these are the rightful owners for the award this year. As the, the uh, let me elaborate more on the MVP, which is Nicole Jokic, just because Nicole Jokic is. Is really the only guy that fits the criteria, and the Nuggets are battling for like a number, a one to three spot. So I mean, at a top three spot in the West. So it's not really a bit of a stretch now that to make Nikola Jokic win it, as as like Jamal Murray is gone, and every and basically every single MVP candidate is injured, and like he is really his all opportunity, and yeah, like that's his opportunity to get it, and. 
I think that just sums everything up, yo. Like, I hope you all had a fun time watching this. I think this was just like a quick episode just to hear all my opinions. And if you disagree, agree with me, make sure, to, I don't know, just maybe hit, follow me on Twitter and then and then make me... Man, I just blanked out right there. <laughs> just follow me on Twitter just and, and follow all the IG too. Then subscribe while you're at it.